0: Hey everyone, welcome to the New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenley. Rob, how you doing?
1: I'm doing terrific, Todd. It's great to be here and uh, doing the show. It's uh, it's always um, it's always fun doing this show because we can we can kind of play around with podcasting a little bit and try different things and evolve. Right? Yes,
0: we can, and uh, we are devolving this week, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's, that may be a, how you might want to look at it. Uh, some may look at it as a, uh, as a positive evolution. So it depends on how one looks at this, right?
0: Yeah. So we've been, uh, going two episodes for how long? About a year?
1: A yeah, week? Yeah, since just after the whole pandemic COVID thing hit.
0: Yeah. Right, And I think last week was a an example of we were a little short on news and we struggled to get through the show. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, we've gotten a couple of emails from some people giving me some advice. <laughs> oh, I got a cat intruding on the, in the show. <laughs> um, so basically we're gonna, we're gonna go back to one episode a week and yeah, to try yeah. to, for the first time ever, give me a full weekend. I, we're going to go on Wednesdays for a while <laughs> and see yeah, how that works nice. out.
1: I mean, if I think back, uh, even, even my own experience, it's, it's been, I mean, I started doing my radio show that I started in <clears throat> 1999, um, uh, doing Saturday mornings. So it's, uh, <clears throat> it's been 20 years Yeah, of, so uh, doing, doing shows on Saturday mornings.
0: So, so this is a big change. Yeah. So 10 years plus for me of doing Saturday morning shows. Hey, we'll see what happens. You know, we're going to, uh, uh, you know, see how this goes for a little while and see if it makes sense to do this on Wednesday and versus Saturdays and, uh, we'll see. Um,
1: so same time as what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, 3 PM Eastern noon, uh, Pacific and. And uh, we'll see how it goes. And I think maybe we'll play around with uh, how long the show is too. Maybe it'll be 16 minutes. Maybe it'll be 90 minutes. It kind of depends on how much we have to talk about, I think.
0: Yep. And uh, a couple of you listen to one thing you got to remember about the video portion of the show there, there has been no, the audio doesn't get processed on the video part. So if you rewatch us on YouTube or you rewatch us on Facebook or you rewatch us on Twitter, The audio hasn't been touched, and in the podcast episode, the audio has been touched. So, we'd gotten some feedback on the last episode that hadn't even been published, based upon the audio that was in, basically, on the one of the streams. So, um, yeah. So just be aware of that from a from an audio processing standpoint.
1: But uh, yeah, and I think we do care about the audio um, volume or quality going out on all of our distribution pathways but yeah i mean there's we're still tweaking and improving i know i am here too with my my tools and things and it's it's i think it's getting better i mean i don't know how i sound you know i i sometimes don't know how this sounds
2: historically
0: i've always been louder than you and even today i'm louder than you but it seems like every time i turn you up on my side that always invokes some issues, whether it be feedback or something like that. So, um, okay. you know, traditionally you've always been a little quieter than me live, yeah. but you should not be louder than we should be pretty equal on the, on the produced audio. So.
1: Right. And also I've been thinking a little bit too, and I, I, I did create an outline for the show today. Just, yeah. uh, knows that wow. as well, trying to push on that a little bit. So we, we have a list of things to talk about. And this is typically what I've done with podcasting over the many years that I've been doing it, um, is to create kind of an outline discussion that you can stick to. That doesn't mean that you, that you have to stick to it or you have to say everything that's in it or anything like that. Uh, we're still going to keep this loose. And if Todd has something that he wants to mention, you know, he's going to jump in, but at least it applies a little bit structure, a little bit more structure than we've had. And, um, and, You know, we'll see how that goes, you know, and, and see how it it works. I would still like Todd to do something on clubhouse for this show. And maybe it's something that we do later in the week. That's uh, maybe related to the show that we do here. uh, But is isn't necessarily recorded uh, or live streamed or something like that. It's just done native to clubhouse. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you think about that, Todd. Do you think that's a it's, that's a good idea? Yeah, it's
0: a potential. I guess we'll just have to figure out when, how, when, and where. And I don't right. want exactly. to. I don't necessarily want to replace Clubhouse for the second show that we're not doing a week. Uh, I, you know, I do. Right.
1: That's not the idea. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. I but mean, if, if we decide to go back to a to a second show, and I think we have gotten feedback, Todd. If you think back beyond, you know, some of the audio problems that we've had. Uh, I think we asked the audience if they want us sure. to do two shows a week. And the feedback back then was that they do. Yeah. So, you know, I think we'll see how this goes. We get the audio stabilized. Uh, people may, you know, like to hear from us twice a week. It, it, I guess it gets back to two. Do we have enough to talk about?
0: Yeah. That's the and, big, that's my big challenge. Is right. and, you know?
1: It, well, and also how busy we are, you know, I, you know, like what has been seen in the podcasting news, Lipson has been a little busy lately and I'm in and you've been a little busy too. So it makes it hard to do a lot of prep for two shows a week. So, but, but that's something that, you know, we'll, we'll play it, play it as we go along here. Anyway, sounds
0: like, sounds like a plan and uh, we'll go from there. And like I say, this oftentimes these decisions are made by, Hey, what do you think? Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, and when Rob said, "Hey, how do you think about going back to one show?" I'm like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> <laughs> so it was no problem for my me. Saturdays, uh, give you know, my Saturdays back. You know, me give ones. me because in all honesty, I'm been actually behind on stuff because personal stuff because I can't, you know, I, because it's it start. I have to come in here by about ten thirty. Start at twelve. One thirty-two. you know, there's four hours gone, you know? So
1: that that's yeah, like half, half the Saturdays. Right. If you think about the, the pre and the post on this.
0: And, and when I was in Hawaii, it was, I started, we started the show at 6am and I was done by eight. So it wasn't a big deal. You're the one that was on the other end suffering later. So right. yeah. So now, okay. For now, one show a week on Wednesdays and then everyone can enjoy it or not, you know,
1: (laughs) we can have a life too, Todd. That's the other part.
0: That's, that's part of it as well. I I agree. But uh, anyway, enough on the format of the show. Let's talk about, yes, what is in your list? Uh, What is in my list? Yeah.
1: You know, have we seen Google podcasts hit a new milestone in podcasting here? I, I pod news seems to think we have. Um, I don't know if this is, this is news to you, Todd. Um, I guess they've had what, uh, what's a hundred million installations of, uh, Google podcasts now.
0: Well, they've had, no, they've said they've reached a hundred million downloads.
1: Downloads. I thought, uh, downloads of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't clear if it, I thought it was installations.
0: No, the installations uh, are at, uh, Oh well, it doesn't say how many. They've had four hundred and twenty-five thousand people rate the app mm-hmm. with an average rating of four point seven, with average of ninety-seven thousand downloads per day and ratings of four hundred and thirteen ratings a day.
1: Yeah, I thought it was downloads of the app because mm-hmm. it says Android Podcast Apps downloaded and rating comparison. So download it's like ratings.
0: Oh maybe. The- Download app, t- okay, right. so maybe it is a hundred million downloads. So if that's the case, yeah. then that's significant. It's a big number. It's a big number. <laughs> yeah. It's a very big number. So it's not a hundred yeah. million downloads, it's a hundred million installs. That's big.
1: Of, of Google Podcasts. Right. App. That's big. Yeah. I mean if I mean you have to put it on the scale of uh I think um probably Apple Podcasts has had probably more than that. I would oh. think a lot more than that.
0: well no, it's delivered by yeah. default. So just count the number right. of phones. You don't have right. to install it. It's delivered by default. And that's one of the things they mentioned that it was not natively installed. This is people are actually having to go out and, and add Google Podcast as a right. click. So if you look at this tier, podcast attic, cast box. They're the only ones that have hit the ten million download mark. And I can't cast box. Right. So I'm kind of surprised about that. Um Stitcher, five million, hmm. Podcast Republic, a million, Player FM, five million, Pocket Cast, a million, Podbean, five million, Beyond Pod, a million. So all you know, all together, five, six, sixteen. 26, 27, 37, see all of them together. Haven't done a hundred million downloads yet that, you know, collectively right. about 40 million on before Google podcasts entered the stream. So, you know, if you, you know, it goes back to my point, uh, if you haven't been paying attention to Android users.
1: Well, and, and, you know, think about how many Android devices, are actually out in the wild right, right now too. I, I'm not sure that I have that number at the tip of my tongue right now. Um, but it's what it's 80% of the mobile phone market on a global scale. So, you know, you know, it's probably, we're, we're just probably scratching the, the, the tip of the iceberg. So we're doing. So I,
0: I did a little testing today too, because there's been some changes to Mm podcast.google.com and it's become quite the portal. And I know you can't see this Rob, but I've got it up there and I have, um, it's got my subscriptions and I removed some before the show. So from a privacy standpoint, and then it's got popular and trending and top podcasts, and you know, it's got, you know, everything, the top shows, So, and, and of course a player at the bottom, right? So if we look at, you know, here's the new media show, episode 449, by the way, this is episode 450, um, real easy to, 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 you know, to interact with the, with this and they've made it decent. Mm -hmm. And you can manage your subscriptions and all this stuff right online. So I would imagine what could also be potentially happening is that Apple users who are, and I'd like to see the split. I'd like to see the split between Apple users and Google users that have, or Android users, that have installed the podcast app. I'd like to see the split between those two. Well, maybe we can't because they're just talking about the Google Play Store. Uh huh. So let me try this in Google. I don't know if we can look for Google podcast in the Play Store. That's the one that's probably got a million. So let's go and look at that. Mhm. Uh get, okay. So here is the Google podcast free.
2: So on this, it doesn't show how many, how many
0: uh, downloads it's had here. So I wonder where they got that. I think Google announced it, right? How many down? Oh, right here. Installs 100 million plus. It's on the bottom. Mm Mm-hmm now let's go ahead, i'm going to go ahead and open another one and I'm going to say google podcast on the iTunes store is it iTunes or no it's uh maybe I don't think that's what they call it anymore Apple yeah, yeah so google podcast on the podcast. on the so if I load that up. And does it tell me on here how many downloads it's had here? Let's look. I'm looking through. Does it say how many installs? Google, iOS 12 later, 61 megs, entertainment category, app privacy. Usually it tells how many. Maybe I have to be on my phone in order to see this. But let's see if it's got 3,300 ratings, which mm-hmm. is very different than what's on the Google Play Store. So I don't know if we can, if we can actually see the total number of actual downloads
2: that have happened on iOS. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't say.
0: So if if we do a eggs if we do apples to apples comparison, three point three k ratings on the Apple App Store as compared to four hundred twenty six thousand on the Google Play Store, I think you could probably say the installation is not largely attributed to iOS users. It's mostly Android users. Mm-hmm. And there and and at the same time, maybe there is a um, a percentage of people again, and we'll have to look at web plays and our stats to see how this is working out. If we can, I think that can be broken out. Um But regardless, a hundred million downloads is, is, is a big number.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, especially for uh, a software app that really hasn't been around that long. It's uh it, which makes sense. I mean, Google's a big, certainly a big player. And in um, other Google news, Todd, I don't know if you got this email from Google or not, but uh, they're they're going to upgrade and make some improvements to Feedburner. Oh, really? Yeah, I got an email from Google telling me today. Uh, says Feedburner has been part of Google for almost 14 years, and we're making several. Upcoming changes to support the product's next chapter. Uh, here's what you can expect um, to change. It says starting in July, we are transitioning FeedBurner onto a more stable and modern uh, technology infrastructure. This will keep the product up and running for all users, and is also uh, it, it also means that we will be turning down most non-core feed management features, oh. including the email subscriptions.
0: So they're turning um, that off.
1: Right. At that time, uh, for those that use the FeedBurner email subscriptions, we recommend downloading your, your email subscribers so that you can migrate that, that to a new subscription service. For many users, no action is required. All existing feeds will continue to serve uninterrupted, and you can continue to create new accounts and feed burner uh, and burn new feeds. Core feed management functionality will continue to be supported, such as the ability to change the URL, uh, source feed, title, podcast metadata of your feed, along with basic analytics. Thank you very much. FeedBurner team.
0: Well, we have moved an incredibly large number of podcasters that were using FeedBurner Feedburner. to podcast mirror.
1: Right. Right. Um, But I think we've always thought Todd that, that FeedBurner would eventually step up. I think maybe even a year or more ago.
0: Right. They hinted
1: had, well, I had talked to a team member that worked at Google at a podcasting event and they told me that they had a team that was working on FeedBurner. So Um, so this isn't, this doesn't come as a big surprise. I think what they were concerned about is that the infrastructure of this was getting ignored. And I definitely know how that goes. When I worked at Microsoft on Zune, it was a similar situation.
0: It was our, it was our number one support issue for many years. Right. And, Uh, and we, you know, and that's one one of the reasons that we launched Podcast Mirror. And because the, you know, and, and Podcast Mirror is not for everyone either, neither is Feed Burner. So, in this day and age, though, things have changed a lot. I don't think a lot of podcasters, thank goodness, know much about Feed Burner. And usually, how it happens, how we add people to Podcast Mirror, say, hey, we've got a solution to replace it,
2: right.
0: come over and use it. And, you know, but we still think, this, this, and this, and this, but, huh. Well, that's, that's an interesting move by, by FeedBurner.
1: Well, it, it speaks to a, you know, a bigger topic, right? Google is paying attention to podcasting. They're paying attention. That's, that's clearly a move around podcasting. Right. It's not a move around blogs per se. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know what you think. Do you think that there's a.
0: I don't think it's because of podcasting.
1: About blogs? Yeah, it's because of podcasting, right?
0: Uh, well, no, I don't think it is about podcasting.
1: Oh, you don't? No. So what do you think it is about then?
0: Just trying to keep the product alive because millions of blogs still use it.
1: Okay. I, Are I, there still feed readers out there that there's a lot of people using, you think?
0: Well,. Feedburner's not for feed readers. People well, yeah. There's a could be used. It could but, be used for that. But right? most even though okay. Even though feedburner is, I mean, feed readers are not being used, RSS is still the major way that news is syndicated across multiple platforms. They get the feed. It may oh, end nice. up on a it may end up on a public website somewhere, but people may not be using a actual feed reader any longer. So you you know, think
1: that the feed readers are, are now servers they are
0: servers, are, right? They're are, are, are services are
1: sharing content with other platforms. Right. And that's what, that's what a lot right. of feed burner users are using feed burner for. Is and
0: and, and no, I'm using that a service such as I know. And again, I don't know, let's say Apple news, mm-hmm. how's Apple news getting fed? Is it getting fed is do they, do they use a uh, feed pulling? for their editors to pick the ones they're going to put on Apple news or, you know, it's, it's maybe probably used by those that are presenting content on a variety. You go to websites and there are many websites. You won't know it, that the content didn't originate there it originated somewhere else. They just pulled in the feed from another site. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I personally still use, because I do a news show, I still use a feed readers called feedly. And this is where we have all of our master sources for all the content that we look for from a, from a news standpoint. I still pull all the news from all the major tech blogs and they all have RSS feeds still. So.
1: Right. So this, this service that they've been offering of. Of email subscriptions, that's email subscriptions to those feeds, right? Right. So, so the the RSS feed is used to format um, an email, right? A subscribe subscribe to email. Yeah, that's that, it's a, that, it's a,
0: that, it's a, and actually <laughs> that's another thing that we run was we, but we do it for podcast only. Subscribe on email where a person can get notified via email. There's a new episode of a podcast. Right. But so Feedburner was used, different,
1: right? So this that could be used for for podcast links, could uh, blog posts, yeah, right? Links yeah. to content, right? So yeah. that's so, the multiple use for this.
0: Yeah. Right. So they're they're killing that piece. I would be surprised if people were still using that in bulk. But who knows? It's a free way to have people get information about your feed updating.
1: Yeah, I think where the concern was. Uh, with this platform is the unreliability aspects right. of it. Right? And it, well, it just it, wasn't functioning properly.
0: It feeds taking hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to update.
2: Right.
0: You know, but that even became, you know, that was even a discussion point with my team is how often do you pull a feed? Right. So we had to put technology in to ping, at least for PowerPress users that were using it. We ping Podcast Mirror and say, hey, there's a new feed we use a web sub pub type of thing where basically we ping it and say, Hey, there's new feed available. Go ahead and update so that if the server is not scheduled to pull the feed for another 30 minutes, it pulls it pretty quickly Right. because you can't just run a feed pulling service continuously. or you just going to kill people? Yeah, I can, I can pull a hundred thousand feeds every five minutes, but do you want me hitting that? hitting your website when you're only publishing a podcast once a week. Do you want me hitting it every five minutes? No, that's that's not good for anybody. Along with all the other services, the, the amount of services hitting fees, he says, it's pretty incredible. It's really, really high.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I guess Amazon podcast just launched uh To more than 1.5 billion potential listeners in France, Italy, Spain, and India. Hmm. So they finally, the Amazon podcasts now are available in those countries now.
0: And, you know, and for those of you that are waiting to get on Amazon, patience, 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 as much as all I can say. Right. Right. Yeah. Because we're having to send people over in chunks to them.
1: Yeah, and it, it just it begs the question too, what's gonna happen with these smart speaker platforms with podcasting, or are, are we gonna see growth in the future? You know? That's, well that's a much bigger question.
0: The more diverse places where content our content is available, the harder it is for someone to break out. But let's think about it for a second. If you have let's just say a billion how many downloads do you think there is a month across all the platforms? A billion or more?
1: Oh, of total downloads of episodes?
0: Yeah, each month. Each
1: month? Yeah, I would say it's probably over a billion. Yeah.
0: I know what our number is. I have a pretty good guess what your number is.
1: Mm-hmm. And you started adding up all the hosting I- I
0: think there's. I think it's more than a billion. Yeah. It's probably... Two or three billion, probably.
1: I would say it's pushing, yeah, multiple billions. Yeah.
0: So if there's three billion, okay, so this is, this is where the math gets interesting. Got your calculator, Rob? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we always get in trouble when we do math. Yeah, go
0: so God. if there's three billion downloads a month right now, which we'll see if there is, we don't know. That's what we're, you know, that's our stick our thumb in the air guesstimate and a an A-L-E-X-A has half a percentage of a market share, well, you don't have to have too high-level math to be able to figure that out. That's still a significant number of listens if they have a half a percent. Now, I don't think they have that much. But let's say they got to 1% of $3 billion. If If my high school and uh, Emory Riddle... College math is right. That's 3 million, right? <laughs> so that's 3 million downloads at 1%. So that have been accessed from a smart home device. So it doesn't take too long if you get to 1, 2, or 3% where you're getting 3, 6, 9 million l- listens or right. downloads per month from a smart. That That's pretty successful across... The you know the numbers change as the numbers get bigger. You know, oh, it's only it's only they they've only got they've only got eight percent or eleven percent or twelve. Well, that's thirty million. If it's ten, that's thirty million downloads listens a month.
1: Right. I mean, out of that list of countries that Amazon is now supporting, um, the biggest one is India, right? And India has certainly been a significant uh, growth element in the podcasting space over the last six months to a year uh, with um, Ghana and um, Joe getting involved.
0: You were digging there. I was digging for it too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, and now with, with uh, Google or Amazon getting into this, uh, I'm, I'm sure that Google is in that market too. So, you know, I think that that's one of those countries that we're going to continue to see growth in
0: for us. Uh, Google's number two,
1: right? You know, Oh, as far as, Oh, it is.
0: Okay. Yeah. For us, it's number two and, and Spotify is number three. I guess there's supposed to be something special coming tomorrow from James yeah. Cridlin on this. So
1: as you can see, I didn't have that in the agenda today. To uh-huh. Talk about that.
0: Be for next week, right
1: <laughs> yeah well, yeah, so uh, it 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 kind of just to kind of tease out a little bit it 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 definitely raises in in my mind an a desire and maybe we talked about this in the last episode, but to have an industry ranking that's across all the hosting providers, but who's who's gonna aggregate that data right right so it can and, be anonymous.
0: and well, it can who be who's totals. who's going to right. aggregate that and be trusted to keep their mouth shut?
1: What do you mean? Why would they okay? So,
0: example: if I provide you, if I provide a third party.
1: Well, we're already kind of doing that, Todd. Right. Uh, we, we put that information out individually.
0: Well, okay, but. Not yeah, everyone. You do it. You do it. We um, don't put download numbers. We don't it. put download numbers associated. We put we give percentages. So okay, yeah. So that's why I was surprised when Buzzsprout put their download numbers associated. That to me was very eye opening, and gave me some information I didn't have. I, I would have never put out a report that said. 25 million downloads came from Spotify. I have said X percent came from Spotify. Right. And then you can, then, then it still leaves a person to guess, you know, where that company is or isn't, you know, if you're a big company like Libsyn, putting out the raw numbers probably isn't going to hurt you at all.
1: So you think that it has the potential of hurting um, smaller players? Is that what you're saying? Or s- smaller hosts?
2: Um, well, it's,
1: but if it, is, it, it is laying your cards on the table. Yeah. So if we were to establish some sort of an independent organization that could aggregate numbers like that, mm-hmm. um, you could make that a requirement that that company or that organization can't release the individual numbers, but they can, they can put out percentages of the total market. Right.
0: How do I say this? How do I I say this?
1: It's all about trust, right?
0: And I've had issues in years past where I've had to go thermonuclear
2: on a organization that was chatting up
0: data that they weren't supposed to be sharing with competitors.
1: Could we do it in a way that was encrypted and that the server could only read and it would just spit out a percentage?
0: Well, we just give them the percentages. Don't give them the numbers, but I think the numbers spell a bigger,
1: like, yeah, I think the problem with that is, mm, I it, guess you average the, yeah, but you can't weight that, right? Based on. The well,
0: numbers. the server has to know what the decryption code is to get the raw numbers. So, you know, my, my, it, here's the thing it's all about trust. Yeah, right. And people okay this isn't like the government where i'm going to put you in jail and throw away the key for until you and you know put you in a dark hole if you if you share a secret <laughs> you well, know it's the
1: same issue around shows and ranking shows you know you've looked at a lot of you know podtrack ranker and stuff like that you know networks or whatever it's a little bit of the same dilemma in some
0: way well i but they have opted to decide to show their cards as networks they're big does them, does them justice. But I have a couple of shows in my inventory Mm -hmm. that would fit right in those top 10 lists who have said, no, we, 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 we don't want to publicize our numbers for whatever reason. And again, it's not my choice. It's not my, it's their choice to decide if they're going to participate, but Joe Rogan's numbers were never really public. He's big, but how big? We didn't know how big. They used some general numbers on his show, but they never Joe Rogan never announced how many millions of downloads he got per episode. Right, he never put that out on the table. Right, and if he had it, he'd have probably knocked all those folks out of spot number one potentially. So yeah, and there it goes. For those of you tracking, we did have the, the cursory Joe Rogan comment in the show today. So <laughs> in the morning.
1: Well, I mean, let's let's stay focused on the goal here. And yeah, the goal is to have an industry ranker that ranks based on downloads.
0: Where the conception who,
1: who is the largest listening platform? Who's does, the second largest? Does it who's matter? The third largest. Does right. it matter? Well, the problem is, is it does. It's becoming more of an issue because there are discrepancies. So each one of us goes out and makes a proclamation that Apple is getting, you know, just like Lipson. Apple's making 59% of our downloads. People extrapolate that to be what's happening in the industry.
0: And we're under 50%.
1: We're 49, 48. Right. right. And then another company comes out and says <laughs> that, you know, Spotify is the biggest host in the, or, or the biggest listening platform in the world now. That's just based on their numbers. That's not based
0: well. Don't on don't industry. forget. Don't forget. Uh, iHeart's made some pretty big claims too.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> they aren't a hosting platform. I know.
0: I know. I know. All right.
1: But they sure make them. S- just, yeah. Right. Core core people that host content. So
0: I, I the question is: Is this just okay? What's the word I'm going to use? as a listener as as we, okay, let me just back as a podcaster, I don't care where you listen care, right. as a podcast sure. listener they don't they just want to listen right for us, is it an ego thing are we
1: are we wanting to well there's a little bit of an ego thing there, but it's also you know keeping the podcaster informed about where their listeners are coming from I guess they
0: know they, they know that
1: they know that they. They know that, but we don't know that from an industry-wide
0: that, and, perspective. Okay, so that's what Rob and Todd wants, but the podcaster already knows. They go to their stats platform. They saw For that.
1: just their show. Yeah. They so, don't. Their show may be showing them fringe information just about their show and their content. But
0: their show might be such of content that that's where it breaks down. And that's where people listen. Oh, I'm not it's not. That's where no, their it's tribe the is. I don't think it really matters to the listener. I think yeah. the listener, you know, is, okay, as okay, there's a podcaster. We've all got statitis. We all love to go look at our stats. Mm-hmm. We all like to look in the data. How many, and you're like, why aren't I, why don't I have enough? The biggest question is why aren't my numbers bigger? That's the number one thing. But well, that's where
1: what they're interested in, right? With you 100%. But
2: where they're listening, it's just a, oh, that's cool. Right.
1: But if we knew from an industry wide perspective what that breakdown is, then individual companies couldn't go out and state they <laughs> that's are. That's true the The representative of the ranking right. of this industry. That's right. And you know that's the real issue. Yeah, is it? It's
0: not. It's, only, it's not only the the market share on platforms, but it's also total download. You know, my show is the biggest. You know, and
1: or my my listening platform is the biggest.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, is. I mean, I'm curious, Todd, is Apple getting all the downloads or is now Spotify getting all the downloads and are they getting all the downloads in, in which countries? So
0: I think there's really two, two, two questions to that. Right. Are Apple apps getting the majority of the downloads or is it Apple podcasts getting the majority of the downloads or
1: see there's yeah, posted or apps delivering podcasts on the operating system, right? Right. iOS versus Android. Right. That's another layer of information. Right. Which platform is delivering the most downloads right now? Is it iOS or Android or in the future? Is it some hybrid of windows?
0: Yeah. Tom's Tom's in the chat room says no one ever asks us for this information. We know the top producers and top shows by audience. we, we get asked for listening platforms. No one asks for host. We don't care about, we're no, no, not talking no, about host.
1: No, no, we're not talking about host. We're not we're talking, talking about ranking the listening platform. Yeah.
0: The listening platforms.
1: Yeah. Right. I agree, Tom, nobody cares about who th- really at the end of the day, the invest,
0: the, the people that have money and invest care about who, who is the biggest, the space, you just look at Libsyn. They just got $25 million. So, you know, so, you know,
1: but in the scheme of things, that's a drop in the bucket, right? I mean, I mean,
2: right. You know, Compared
1: to <laughs> just valued at four billion, right? Now. So, what does that <laughs> tell you about? You know? Yeah, no so, one cares.
0: You know, ultimately, no one cares that Blueberry has X number of downloads. They don't care, <laughs>
2: right?
0: No, but, I mean, uh, well, well okay. So, therein lies ding, 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 ding. We can move back. Right. That's where it lies. My looking at that's the sure. Buzzsprout numbers, I'm like, really?
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> right. That that's all. Right. You know, that's that to me said something very very large, and it it about the per, the platform. I thought, wow, I feel pretty good here. So, uh, right. but it also the only th- you know podcast ninety five percent of podcasters will not. Make the correlation because they don't care. They're happy right. where they're at, they're doing their show, you know, right. hosting wherever. You know, yeah. but it does tell a tale. If you were telling, if if I was to go doing it, if a guy called me and said, Hey Todd, I want to put 15 million dollars in your company, what makes you different? I would go see this and see that. And see this and see that. And that's what makes me. More valuable, and this is why you should give me twenty-five million and not fifteen. Right, right. That's that's the only place that it really matters. Right, you know, when when when, and when you're in an M and A event and you're disclosing everything and you get the spreadsheet and go, hmm, you know, (laughs) hmm,
1: is there more in this bucket than this bucket and how much should i pay for this bucket versus this bucket right
0: so but the listeners don't care and we don't care again i go back to what i've said for 16 years i don't care where they listen as long as they listen Mm -hmm. you know it's just shocking where they i look at my stats i see where i'm like what 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 person still running windows 98
1: We're still listening on a zoom.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. On zoom, you know, three downloads on zoom. Where did he come from? Or she, you know, someone charged one up and fired up and it, it, you know, it just, it worked.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I heard a uh, comment that Elon Musk made here recently teasing Bill Gates about something and mentioned the, the zoom in that, um, dialogue on Twitter. I heard. Oh, there was a back and forth.
0: There was also some Google search that come up that, uh, Bill Gates was the number one doctor in the world or something like that. Too. So, <laughs> you know, so, you know, Bill gets a lot of, uh, credit where maybe credit isn't always due. Yeah, I don't due. think, he, yeah, exactly.
1: I don't think he's a doctor <laughs> in
0: anything, right? Yeah. Uh, honorary doctor, I'm sure in multiple places with endowments that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation made, but Yeah. <laughs> So he's maybe he
1: probably a lot of time with doctors, right? But, right. You know, he's certainly not one. Right. But
0: with, you know, and again, we go back to really what we're talking about here with Google podcast. And again, of course the feed burner thing, um, if they've had a hundred million app downloads, this is, this is, that's uh that's something to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And, and let's, let's go, let's go, I, you know, come on. Because I think it's just, and if they went from fifty million to a hundred million app downloads in like
2: what less than a year, whew, Here we go. Yeah. Since November,
0: it's doubled the installations.
2: Since November, and it's April. That
0: tells you the 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 eight thousand the eight thousand pound beast of Google was
1: awoken. Tom says, join, "Join the party."
0: Tom says, "The average is sort of interesting, but age of show and how long listeners been listening to podcasts in general, the two biggest influence on platforms. If you've been listening to podcasts for five years, you're likely on Apple. If you are,
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, if you are new, there's a good chance YouTube or Spotify introduced you to it. Doesn't surprise me one bit, and." Let's hear that your, Libsyn and Blueberry numbers look way different than Buzzsprout. Yeah, I. I, It's way different. Also, in well, I've been in business for how long? So, if my download numbers weren't bigger than Buzzsprout, then, you know, we already know. We can see how long our shows are lived and how many episodes. We've got all that data, so we know what our shows are that are hosting with us do. Right, but. Does it really matter in the long run? No, I don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of a futile discussion in some ways. Yeah. Um,
0: it's fun for me. I love this little data, you know, for me as, you know, owner of a company, hmm, hmm, you know, I do that, but mm-hmm. in the scheme of things, it, the, the podcast listener and the podcaster, all I care about is more. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I think I saw this, uh, I think uh, James posted up a list of, and I think we talked about it a little bit, I think, in the last episode, that even, even Anchor doesn't have all their shows posted on Spotify.
0: <laughs> oh, that's even, that's more weird. it's
1: pretty close.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet you there isn't much of a delta there. Yeah. All right, well, bada bing, bada boom, you've, you've got a loaded question in this, in this uh, sheet, this show prep sheet here, Rob. You you purposely did this to trigger me, didn't you? <laughs> so I'm going to ask the question because you wrote it down, and I want you to answer what you think. So, Rob, what do you think of PodPage?
1: <laughs> what do I think of PodPage? Uh-huh. PodPage dot com, right? Yeah. This, this is a this is this is a company that. Uh, First of all,
0: are, is are you guys buying them too? So. <laughs> go go ahead
1: <laughs> no i'm just trying to get your uh you know um your opinion on the concept of uh of a company that's focused on building podcasting websites now granted many other companies have been working in this area you know and todd you know your business is pretty core to having a website right to some degree yeah would you say that
0: we give a we give a free WordPress site to every hosting customer that hosts with us if they want one not everyone uses it, and of right. course we think every podcaster should have their own dot com
1: right but and that, that that's the same ideology <laughs> this company has too. okay yep, so you know you can go to this this company's website and you can dynamically generate a podcast Website based on your RSS feed, or you can build it from scratch um, and uh, have your, you know, have your show be there off sure. of a custom domain. Just like what you said. Now, they don't have plug-in integration with any of us currently.
0: So, so they most of the pages are made from RSS feeds. They're auto-generated.
1: Yeah, if you have an RSS feed right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you're starting a new show and you haven't created an RSS feed, they do have a pathway to create a page before you have an RSS feed. But the um, there
0: okay. there's two problems with both of that because ultimately you have to feed that with an RSS feed.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So now, hi- if you if they enabled publishing through it to us to each one of our platforms. Oh, well that's then- different. Then, then, then it wouldn't be much different than what you're doing with WordPress right now. But,
0: but here, here lies what I've been talking about and it's, you, maybe you saw some post on some Facebook group or something. And I'm just going to tell you the fundamental challenge with this.
1: No, it's who owns it, right?
0: No, no, no. That's not even the big issue. So again, this is Todd's opinion. So let me be very clear. This is my opinion. Um, all right, Rob, when someone creates a Libsyn account and they don't have a website and you give them a podcasting page,
1: right? That is their, everybody does that.
0: Okay. That is their primary. That's their primary place on the internet where that show should be found indexed and everything
1: on the web, you
0: mean on the web. Some of you are customers that sign up for Libsyn. Guess what they do? They have a WordPress site and they're using any multitude of plugins, including your own, right, to have their own com, and they just drop the media over at Libsyn, put it up, and they don't necessarily have a landing page at Libsyn.
1: Well, they get one automatically. Okay. I know. Okay.
2: So, what happens then? Who is the authority
0: to Google when you have? Duplicate. Now, here's the difference. I can put minimal show notes over at Libsyn. I can say th- a title and I can put one word in the description in it. That That's all that's there. And on my blog, I can put a very descriptive description, da 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 da, bada bing, bada boom. And I ha- have a rich media experience. I have a good Google searchable page, et cetera. But what happens when the content that's on Libsyn's customer page is now duplicated on pod page
2: who's authority who's it tends
1: the th- to be the domain name that has the most google juice behind it right
0: not always
1: well uh, i think it has an influence i mean so I, it's but, also re- re- reason why in, in google most of the podcast links come up number one actually from apple
0: So, duplicative content is a problem when you have the exact duplicate content on two different pages. Now, what do we do at our directory? Our directory, we don't have any hyperlinks. Mm -hmm. We we strip that number one because if we had all the hyperlinks of every every podcaster out there, we'd be blacklisted by Google because someone had linked to a porn site or something
1: for a link farm.
0: Right, so. So we don't come up as the authority and having a directory. Yeah, we'll be found. Mm -hmm. What what really a podcaster? In my opinion, and here's the double-edged sword: it's probably better than nothing, but it also could do you very big damage when it comes to Google search. You're going to find the show, but you may Mm -hmm. never have found. You may your episodes may never filter to the top. You, they may matter of fact. The episodes might be found on Libsyn, and the and the show be found on the pod page site. And then you got brand confusion. So, uh, my point of view is is that you have you should have one one single point of presence for your content that is the authoritative place. Now, that's the premises of what how Blueberry was built. We have right. customers that come in and use our internal publisher. There's businesses and, you know, that have their own dot coms. They're not on WordPress. They may be on Wix or they you know, they may be on a variety of platforms and they use our SS feed and take take an embed and put it on their site. That we have customers just like that too. But I think the, the thing with Podpage, I understand what they've tried to do here, but I get very, very leery, and based on whatever that's going on with Google, we have to. I Man, they should probably do a case study and show how they're not being impacted. That would probably do them good. But again, you know,
1: and what what can they do to make them more more relevant? I I think what it, I, there's probably two concerns, right? And you would agree with. You know, one of them, I, I would imagine, and both of them are probably relevant to the discussion is that if you could turn off the page that's generated on le- the hosting platform, yeah. right? Your default page, you could turn it off, right? Yep. And we have that ability and, to hide right, pages. Right. And mm. then, and then create your own website that's your primary landing point, your primary destination mm-hmm. uh, for Google. Sure. Right. Um, and you could do that. Potentially with a pod page sure, type of a sure. website, right? Yeah. Because um, it, it's a custom domain. He's got his own DNS server. So you're doing sure. the, the full thing, right? The same thing that you would be doing if you were doing a WordPress installation. But usually people... Um, but fa- what the difference is, is that who owns... What if pod page goes out of business?
0: <laughs> well, just like in... Unless... You, you, right. uh, if you own that .com, you're probably okay.
1: Right. That's but- the real... I mean, as far as your concern, I would imagine that's your concern, right? My,
0: my bigger concern is the Google search impact, right? That's and and maybe I'm wrong. This is maybe Todd's opinion and he's wrong, but based on there's a, there's big, there's a, there's a reckoning coming on me first. Google has got a whole massive change coming on me first and. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out.
1: Why don't you share what that big change is? I, you know, here's the thing. I've got a, I've
0: got a competitive advantage, not to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom, but we're here to help the listeners. Okay. So it's, it's simple.
0: it's simple. It's right. simple. You know, podcast web pages have been, you have to be mobile ready. Number one, uh, right. that's, that, that's been forever. That's nothing new.
1: Mobile responsive design.
0: Number two, it better be
2: fast.
1: Ah, yes. Performance.
2: And Mm -hmm. if you're alone on your own
0: and you're creating original content, winner, winner, chicken dinner.
2: If you're grouped, well, good luck with that.
1: There's no guarantee that you're going to have that performance, even if you're self hosted, though. Doug, no, right? it's not. No, nope. The account that you have. That's
0: right? true. Absolutely true. And that's why, you know, I probably, you know, I know what my page speed loads are on my personal website and I pay very close attention to it. Most podcasters don't.
1: So, but, what's the best way for somebody to pay, pay attention to page load? Uh, just
0: Google Page sales. Insights.
1: Page insights. Yeah,
0: page insights okay. and look at your mobile score.
2: And if it's below right. if it's below 80, and if you are
1: above and 90. Google, and Google used to display what they called um, page rank.
0: They don't Uh, do that anymore.
1: years ago, but they've, they're not showing that. No,
0: no. And there's other things that go into it with it as well, because there's three factors now. It's just that Google is telling us to look. There's something called core, core website, something it's anyway, you'd, if if you fail, if you do the page insights and you've got an issue, they'll tell you on that page, go look at this. And they'll tell you what to go look at. And if you're non-technical, you might, your head might spin a little bit. So I, I, you know, again, I think that there are, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting for everybody because I've been looking at a lot of sites and um, we'll see what happens on May first, us included. So.
1: So the, the, the impact of that is, is that the search results could, could change.
0: Yeah, you might get dropped to page 22.
1: Depending on the performance.
0: There's a whole of bunch server. of factors. There's a whole bunch well,
1: of there's, factors. Well, yeah. Uh, there, there's, are yeah. you hosted on a secure server, HTTPS? <laughs> what's the speed of the performance? What's the page load time, which is all linked together, right? Um, what's the keyword structure? Are you adhering to standardized practices and SEO? Um, you know, what's, you know, what's the value of the page? What's the cross linking? What's the, the deep linking? What's the back linking? The, the, the domain relevancy, right? Age uh, of domain,
0: all, all that stuff. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: So there again, we'll see what happens, but you know, I just, if you build your, you know, we all, okay. geeknewcentral.com. I rent server space. So I am but I have a backup of my database and I own my domain. So if my web hosting company goes out of business, yep, I'm going to be offline for a few days. I have that
1: to is go GoDaddy, right?
0: That is GoDaddy. So if but if I choose to not pay my bill, that's my choice to terminate something.
1: Well, that probably wouldn't be a good idea in your case. <laughs> no, it would not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because this show would disappear too. <laughs> <You're
1: right>. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, keep up your, your nope. payment to go, Daddy, Right.
0: It's not, you know, it's not inexpensive to run, you know, if, you, if the bill, the total bill for, Everything I do for Geekness Central, New Media Show, the other shows, is 2500 bucks a year.
2: That's, that's you know, that's the cost.
1: <laughs> so are you running the multi-site for, for WordPress on on GoDaddy, or are you doing that separate?
0: I'm sorry, am I running what?
1: I thought that you are running multi-site. I am, I'm running multi-site. Uh, WordPress. Yep, right.
0: multi-site. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you but, you I'm on de-
0: but I'm on, on, I'm, yeah, but on, I'm on dedicated, on Daddy? but I'm on dedicated, yeah. but I'm on dedicated,
1: dedicated right. surf. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I would assume that you are. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Tom says also don't pick a crappy generic name for your podcast. Boy, we could spend an hour on that. <laughs> so, so Rob, you got my opinion on pod page. Is that your next acquisition?
1: <laughs> so does this mean that any time that I want to talk yes, about a particular it company, you're going it to is. immediately think that I'm looking it, at it, buying that It
0: company. is. Absolutely. Unequivocally. Oh, okay. I see what you, you're saying. You guys are spending money like a drunk sailor. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's Except you're throwing million-dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what it
1: is? <laughs> All right. Okay. So pretty
0: cool announcement by road today.
1: Yep. I I mean it's a it's a mixed bag, Todd. I would say you know I like I put in my notes here. I say uh, it appears to be a little bit of a product duplication um, to something that's been around for a long time, uh, made by Spreaker. Um, it looks a lot like Spreaker Studio.
0: <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing: you can get four mics hooked up to it.
1: Well, that's the same thing I could do with Spreaker Studio. Well,
0: then that's interesting.
1: Yeah. And because it, I
0: didn't know that. I didn't, didn't know you know could. That? No, I've been
1: talking about that for a long time. I didn't
0: know you could hook multi. Most software is has chokes on multiple mics.
1: No, I could. I could hook up four microphones to Spreaker Studio. I Plus, I could bring in. Well, no, I can only hook up three microphones. Quit talking about and, them. And <laughs> I could bring in um, a Skype call too. Skype or a Zoom call or something like that. I just thought it was interesting because it was it. it it's something that I was pushing as an option when I was working for Spreaker for four years, uh, was doing exactly what this product does.
0: Well, they opened it up and now any podcaster can get it for free.
1: Now, but there's a catch here. Do you
0: have to use those mics?
1: It's in the, it's in the notes here. It's locked to just one (laughs) type of road. mic. it's the, it's the, um, $99 NT USB micro mini microphone made by Rode. So you know, it's and, like,
0: and, and I'm looking at these mics,
1: and, and they I'm, don't look like a good podcasting. They microphone.
0: do not look like a good. They they need to be on a stand. They need to be where you can get up near your face. This right. this this looks like another yeti. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, no, no, you, yeah, but you, you you can put little colored tops on top of Ooh, these microphones. Cute.
0: All right. Well. And,
1: and I'm not quite sure why they felt like they had to do that, but <laughs> well, that's okay. So um, anyway,
0: so for 400 bucks, they give you a piece of software. If you buy four mics, right? I give yeah. you a piece of free software.
1: And they claim that this is, this is like the software replacement for a roadcaster pro. And I like go, eh,
2: uh,
0: that's a stretch, but, <laughs> but. You can see where they're going here. So this is version one. So let's say,
1: I can. can.
0: Road makes a interconnection device that lets you plug in an XLR, USB, or whatever. Just an interconnection device. There is no reason, absolutely no reason, you need a Roadcaster surface. I bet you, if you took the back off your Roadcaster, you'd be shocked how few electronics are in that box. You ha- yeah. yeah, you've got the sliders, you've got some buttons, but I bet you the I bet you the computer module is no bigger than that. So it doesn't need to be any bigger than that. So why, you know, right. this seems like a natural evolution, but the but what they really need to do is allow us if now they want to hit a home run on this thing, then duplicate the roadcaster in software, and allow me to use any mic on that and that that is that's a game changer where
1: they're going. That's probably where they're going. Ultimately. If you look at the screenshot, yeah. the, yeah, the interface, Sure, it's not unlike the software that's in the road. No, it's not. Uh, so it's just a matter of be, being able to add, you know, another button in there that says dynamic or condenser mic. Right. And they, they've got a, a full, pretty much a full replacement. Um, but
0: if they if they build a interface that plugs into your computer that will take some XLRs and USBs and intermixing stuff, then it's going to be this. That interface is going to be the same cost of a roadcaster because they're going to have to put virtually the same tech,
1: and they're probably going to have to charge for it because what they will be wind up what they could be doing here is making their roadcaster pro obsolete. So. Um, yeah, they so, could find that more people do the software solution than they do the hardware solution. So they're going to have to charge for this software if they open it up to other mics.
0: And and this and this microphone is not cheap. You'd I think it'd be oh. much, you know, we're going to have to see a review on the mic. We're going to have some podcasters are going to have to get one of those and see how they do. But just setting it real low on the desk where you have to tilt your head down to. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. So,
1: and so the, the software product we're talking about is called road connect. So I, I think if you did it and that's like uh road R O D E and space and the, and the word connect, I would just do a search in Google for that. The software is free, but like, like we've just been saying, it only works with, um, one microphone right now. Um, so but it is a clue to where Road is going here.
0: Yeah. I'll put it up on see if I can put it up on this. Oh, it hasn't switched yet to, from our show notes. Let me wait to that updates. Yeah. Houston, we so, have a pro oh there we go.
1: And so, I guess those 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 microphones don't even sound that great, Todd.
0: Well okay, who's tested them?
1: Well, it was the 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 journalists. I haven't tested them, but the journalist at the verge um that uh oh he didn't I have guess,
0: he didn't have good things to say about him
1: yeah you know it says yeah you said that the 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 nt usb mini microphones are not necessarily the best sounding usb microphones even for rode mm. um so and and it's pretty limited. And like you were just saying, Todd, distance from these microphones to a typical person um, right. sitting at a desk is too great for it to sound good in a recording environment that isn't optimized with sound panels.
0: According to Rode, there may be more models of microphones added to the Road Connect capability list, the company says we're actually looking at how we can expand the selection of microphones available. How do they so, just do that? so ours <laughs> Technica. Why don't you guys give uh, Rode a call here and pay him some bucks and have the their your microphone integrated over there?
1: Well, you know the Rodecaster, and I'm I'm actually looking at it right now. the 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 Rodecaster has like four or five Rode microphones built into the interface. I don't understand why they did didn't do that to begin with. Um,
0: you can't unless
1: a lot of their Rode microphones don't uh, have USB.
0: I'm sure, well, you can't plug a USB mic into the RODECaster. Um, No, you can't. XLR, baby.
1: Can you use the, uh, I think I heard someone say that you could through the USB connection.
0: Well, oh, maybe, maybe one mic.
1: It's a mini USB connection. Yeah. So
0: maybe one, but not four channels worth. So.
1: Right. Right
0: so oh using yeah. the same connection as the the, the output going, uh, for the going phone computer right oh no oh, no com-
1: um, going out to the computer oh the, i see the, the, the usb connection that typically connects to a to a computer a mac or a windows machine
2: well
0: and there's some adapters too that <laughs> they can buy but then you're just all kinds of money but
1: yeah and yeah
0: and so, but if you buy a you know, by almost any podcasting mic, they'll do USB or do XLR. So again.
1: But. Yeah, Todd, have you seen the new um Sans Samsung? Not Samsung, but Sam the new Samsung, which is the same maker of the Q2U microphone, has come out with a new USB microphone called the Q9U? No. It's it's basically a microphone that's I'm going after the the Shure S or the Shure MV7 market.
0: Okay, so I'm uh, I'm, I'm bringing this up.
1: It's it's very similar to the MV7 from Shure um and it's only $199 versus the MV7 is
0: 249. QNU XLR USB microphone. <clears throat> oh, it's that is interesting.
1: Yeah. So that's a new mic that's that's come out. Actually, I saw it at CES uh the last time I was at the Consumer Electronics Show. Was it no at CES or
0: Q and N you saw this? a b When did this NAB. product when did this product come out?
1: I think it's it's been coming out the last couple of months.
0: Hmm. How much is it? $199. Boy, they get that price down to like one twenty nine, huh? Okay, so there's a good shot of it from behind that shows the. Let's see if I can view larger.
1: And that's the that's the Samsung Q nine the 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 number nine U.
0: So XLR or, it looks like they've got the or USB. USB.
1: Hmm.
2: Right.
0: Okay. So lots and understand. lots of options.
1: Yes. But there's another competitor to the M the MV seven.
0: As Douglas says, you got to give road props though, for keep pushing the envelope for podcasting tech.
1: That's true.
0: So they yeah. understand people are buying gear. Yes. So this next one, <laughs> I saw you posted something on Twitter somewhere. Uh, all right. You're going to have to talk about spotify's new car thing i i i i'm completely like if you listen to spotify in your car i guess this is good but what's the skinny here
1: well i think it's 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 really kind of a play that's coming out of the past and i'm not quite sure what whoever came up with this idea is i'm not quite sure um is living in the present but it's the thought was is that it's for cars that don't have in in dash experiences, right? Uh, like a CarPlay or those kind of things. You can kind of like get this external device. It's it's almost like the size of a normal mobile phone. It looks um, like a
0: tablet almost.
1: Right, exactly, and S- Spotify is calling it um, a the car thing. That's <laughs> what it's called. That's the that's that's the brand of it. it
0: doesn't isn't um, Spotify a multi million billion dollar company? And they calling it the car thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very interesting. Um, and my my media thought was that this thing is adding a lot of complexity because h- how it works basically gives you access to Spotify. In your car, right? It's like a thing that you mount on your dashboard. And it, I'm sure if you do a search in Google uh, under Spotify car I've, thing. I've got it up here,
0: what, those that are watching the show. Yeah,
1: you can kind of see what it looks like. But it it's it basically is like a CarPlay, but it's, it's built with Spotify in it, right? So <laughs> you can tether this thing, this device, the screen, or whatever you want to call it, to your mobile phone. So it's getting access to data through your mobile phone and it's piping your podcasts and music um, into this device. It's got like this big handle on it that you can scroll through you know, the volume or something. I'm not sure what it controls, um, but if you can see the picture of this thing, it, it, this thing and then yeah.
2: Rob.
0: Okay. I think their marketing budget for the, for this and to get this picture. You see in the left hand side you see a, a um a oh, a phone holder 11. with is with a map. And then below the car thing, you see another nav system and then the car thing hanging off one of your um vents. This is this is driver. this is this is an uber driver. This is an uber driver. So some Spotify employee Got in a Uber and said, hey, I have, I got a deal for you. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you this thing. Just plug it in and turn it on and let me take a picture. This, I absolutely guarantee you, this is what happens. So somebody snapped five pictures of this. Of course, it says photo by Ashley Carmen, the verge. So she was in an Uber doing this. So. Uh, uh. So it's not, it's not spot. So I I just read below the Verge's article. It's, it's her photo. So that's what she did. She, she jumped an Uber and went five blocks. Uh, 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 uh.
1: The other little tidbit about the, the Verge that I thought was interesting, Todd, have you had a chance to go listen to their, their, um, audio that they have that they embed in all their articles now that plays a reading of the The
2: robot that plays.
1: Yeah. So you don't have to actually read the article. Right. You just click play at yeah. the top of the page. And yeah. It plays the article for yeah. you in audio.
0: I have, so. but I haven't heard their ad, but I heard you heard an ad in it.
1: Well, yeah, it's got programmatic ads in it. So, you know, it's like pre-roll and post-roll and all this stuff in it. So they're treating this almost like a podcast, but it's being read by, you can tell it's being read by, by a, a computer, by, by a computer. Um, voiced reading of the text. I remember. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. Don't, don't get the wrong impression. here. I'm not saying that the audio sounds bad. It just, you can tell that it's not a human.
0: I remember when we first put the blueberry directory up more than 10 years ago. And the first, the, like the spam submissions that kept coming in were of this, you want to listen today because uh, you know, it would basically be a robot and it was really sound like a robot reading blog posts. And they, they would, they would literally have 10,000 episodes because it would be like 25, 30, 40 a day, new episodes that were posted by these robots. It drove me crazy. It was like whack-a-mole. I had to kill, 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 kept killing listings because the spammers were coming in and thinking that they, people were actually going to listen to this junk. So.
1: Well, Todd, I could play it really quick. I think you'd be able to hear it. Yeah. Let's Uh, go ahead and try. Let's see here.
2: Turn it up. Don't hear it. Nope. That's weird. It should play through. Can you not hear it? No, I can't hear it. So you may not have your slider up.
1: No, I did actually turn it up. But you
0: got to turn it up on the USB too. So you got to turn the pad up and the the button beside it, the, the, two, the, the slider right beside the pad and the one that's for your USB. And make sure that's enabled. Okay. Otherwise it won't play through.
1: Huh. All right, well, Anyway.
0: We'll have to practice that. All right. So anyway, yeah. that's what's going on with Spotify. So, okay. Right. How much does
2: it cost?
1: They didn't give a price in here. Um, here I'm on their website here. Um, so it's, it's voice activated too. It says you can talk to it. J- just say, hey, Spotify, then ask for a song, album, oh. artist, playlist, station, or podcast says use the dial that's that big big gray thing on the right <laughs> to to dial to browse select play pause and discover and then uh it says here you can see what you're scrolling through and then just press i guess the big big gray button i guess or on on the screen and it starts playing
0: all right 20 bucks to the first listener that has one of these and plays the new media show on, on this device and takes a picture of it and sends
2: it to us.
1: Oh, it's okay. Here it is here. It says car thing is available at no cost for a limited time. Wow! but it, but, but it does say here on the same page, car thing is 79.99 is the anticipated oh. real retail price. But Spotify is discounting that
0: to zero, uh,
1: to, to zero and, Basically you have to just pay for the shipping. It's six dollars and ninety-nine. Well, I'm gonna and
0: order one then if it's free.
1: Uh, it's, yeah. And it does. It looks like a mobile phone with a big <laughs> round knob on it. So it's the weirdest thing. So I've I ever can seen. I
0: can give myself twenty bucks. So <laughs> oh I get you gotta be put on the list. Put me on yeah, the exactly. list.
1: Exactly. You gotta be put on Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, I'm sure they're gonna make sure that I'm a paying Spotify user too.
1: So they they have this big knob that you turn that actually scrolls through the the navigation of the of the device. Hmm. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen.
0: Let's see here. I do, I rem- do I remember what my Spotify login is? We'll try that one.
1: Wow. Maybe uh, Spotify's uh, onto something here, Todd.
0: If they're giving it away for free.
1: I mean, if if yeah, I don't know. I mean, how can you listen to it? Can you take this out of the car and take it on the road with you? Uh, I don't know. I don't can know. Can you watch video with it? Doesn't say. Maybe they can get the, the new media show on it, Todd. It yeah. It could be yeah, our new. There you go. New, new media show listening device.
0: <laughs> I'm getting my password reset while we're doing the show here. Yeah. Reset your password right there. Um, right. So, Rob, we have to talk about it. Okay. 1.2 million here, SEC filing. You guys picked up Glow.fm. Yeah. So I thought you guys already had private podcasting or, or a private feed situation.
1: Well, we do, but th- this is kind of a, kind of you know, it's a way to aggregate some existing customers and bring them in the fold and upgrade our, uh, our infrastructure and maybe bring a little more attention to Um, This capability in our platform, Um, you know, sometimes when you add uh, functionality to a platform, it's, it, it, people get to know you to do certain specific things. And sometimes you just need to, you know, bring attention over to something, Mm -hmm. specialize in something and maybe give it a, a fresh interface and a fresh kind of marketing approach. And that's kind of what glow is to, to us. So it's a little bit like the, the, the advertised cast thing and a little bit, You know, like the, the ox bus, it's a little bit of a, you know, different tool and a different entry point. Right. So, so anyway, and then coming up here on April 28th, I guess April 27th in the U S the infinite dial for Australia is coming out. Uh huh. So I guess there's going to be a whole big presentation put on by Larry Rosen, who's the president of Edison research. He's going to put on a 30-minute webinar on what's going on with uh, audio listening down in Australia, which I'm I'm always intrigued to see what's going on down there. Right. So you can sign up. Just do a search for Infinite Dial 2021 Australia, and I think you'll find it.
0: Okay. Awesome. So you didn't want to talk too much about GLOW.
1: (laughs) I didn't? I thought I talked about it a lot. Yeah, a
0: little bit, I guess. So... All right. Well, Well, congratulations on another buy. You know, I. I,
1: Still formulating right now. But. Still bubbling around.
0: You know, here's the thing. Are you going to have even time to do this show?
1: Yes, of course, Todd. (laughs) Okay. We have a team here. It's not just Rob.
0: Uh, Okay. (laughs) I haven't been hearing about any hires lately or anything. So. uh...
1: Well, we actually have been hiring. So. Oh. It's not as. Yeah,
0: not publicly, huh? Just been quiet about it.
1: Yeah, a lot of back end people. and stuff, Oh, okay, so. all right. It's not something that we get up, <laughs> jump up and down about.
0: All right, okay. So, that's gonna. Right. Guess what? That's gonna do. We we almost made it to ninety minutes.
1: <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I thought that the content that I'd created for us, you uh, did on this outline yeah. was only going to take us for an hour. Yeah, and guess what? We we pontificated. We're we're kind of like Evo, Terra. We like to
0: pontificate. <laughs> His shows are pretty short, though.
1: <laughs> they are. They are. But we're more long winded than Evo is.
2: Yep.
0: All right, everyone. Uh, we're going to bounce and we're not going to see you again until next Wednesday. And probably by the time I get the show out, you'll you you know, you'll only have six It'll days be to wait. Next Wednesday? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. no, not that long. But. Anyway, uh, you all will get to uh, to enjoy us a week from now and we should have a lot to talk about. We we'll able to go 2 hours maybe.
2: So please
1: please let us know what you think of our 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 new format here. Is that what we did here It was a new format Todd or do you think it was just We just the tight, same old we just show? tightened
0: it up and we got lucky there was enough news to talk for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and you know, who knows by next week we might be able to talk about three more Libsyn acquisitions, you know,
1: there you go, <laughs> right, um, you know what would be fun is for us to get like a like a little music jingle at the beginning of this thing, right? oh really? Like, kind kind of like you know,
0: okay, uh, see so you got it
1: to work there I did I did I did so
0: okay, well. Every Roadcast user in the existence has heard that and they just quit the show. So um, I'll let you be the uh, purveyor of maybe, maybe our good friend that's on uh, listening today, uh, Douglas Reed, you know, he says, Got to give Road props for them keeping pushing the envelope for podcasting tech. Maybe Douglas can find us an intro. You know, maybe he can find us a little intro music. Okay, Rob, you're, 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 you're losing people. And although I do have some audio clips that we were sent right. that I will be using shortly in the show. So uh, we do mm-hmm. want to thank those contributions from, uh, from in the morning, uh, from a in the morning subscriber. Okay. And, and for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, we're talking about the no agenda show. So right. um, Uh. anyway, the the well, best you know. podcast in the universe. <laughs> That's
1: right. Well, we, we have a high standard that we need to, um, to, to reach here. You, you know, know I think we have the same kind of dynamic. You've got, you know, I'm like Adam Curry and you're more like uh, John C. Dvorak, right?
0: I think it's opposite. So. I think I think I am. <laughs> Adam Curry, and you're the old curmudgeon. I think that's. Oh, is that? L- what let's that have be, a. Let's I'll have. Happy to take that role. Let's let's have a vote. Let's have a vote. Who? <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Hey, I'm Todd at Blueberry.com At Geek News is my Twitter account. Of course, you can subscribe to this show at NewMediaShow dot or follow us. The new cool word to say,
1: Rob. Right. That's right. It's
0: so cool. So cool. <laughs> Rob, right. how do they reach you?
1: I can be found on Twitter at um, Rob Greenley, And you can send me an email if you want. If you have any feedback about what you heard today, if it's something that you enjoy better than what we've done in the past, or what? if you just want to tell us about something, you can send it to Rob G at Lipson.com, or you can send it to, I guess, Rob at com too.
0: All right, Rob. Look up at the camera so I can take our picture here. So I have, I don't. Okay. All right, I got a, I got a photo for the, uh, for the album art.
2: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, we put it in the video art. So, okay. ca- captured a good awesome. one there. All right, Everybody, we'll see you next time here on the New Media Show. Everyone, take care. Uh, right. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. Be safe. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.